solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Chapter 9, The Midnight Duel. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. I'm Alex. And I'm Molly. And this is Potter Watch. So it's chapter nine, The Midnight Duel. If you're tuning in, that must mean you got our password. Oh, the password from last time was what corridor were they going to have their duel in, which was the trophy room. Boom. I know you got it right because you're listening. Next on our agenda, we're going to switch the timeline of the podcast up a little bit because of we decided to try out a new game. We've been doing a lot of quiz type games and we were like, let's do something completely different. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Hoggy, Hoggy, Hogwarts, teach us something, please. Quiz, 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 quiz. And with different, we got bold and decided to guess what we thought each other's favorite quote of the chapter was. So we're gonna do that first so that when we talk about the chapter later, we can freely talk about the things that we quoted and we won't feel like we're spoiling the surprise. And because it's more difficult, we're going to give each other more points. Um, so if we get it the first try without a hint, we'll give each other 50 points. 50? I don't know. 30. 25? 30. 20. Okay, 30. 30. Okay, 30 points. And if you need a hint, then we'll do 15? Agreed. Agreed. Okay. It's very hard, so. Okay. <laughs> do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I don't know. <laughs> All right. I'll say what I think yours is. Okay. So I cheated a little bit with yours, and I think that. Oh, I have to go to the page. Okay. So I think yours is, and it's long, so just if it's any of the following. <laughs> okay. Heaven knows we need a better team than last year. Flattened in the last match by Slytherin. I shouldn't, I couldn't look at Severus Snape in the face for weeks. I want to hear your training hard, Potter, or I might change my mind about punishing you. Your father would have been proud. He was an excellent Quidditch player himself. It's like a little McGonagall monologue. I really like that line, but that is not what I no! was thinking of. Okay, now I have no idea where to go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That was really good, though. That, like, probably should have been mine. Well, it was almost mine, but then I was like, you love McGonagall so much that it's probably going to be yours. All right, give me a hint. Okay. Um, let me know if this is, like, a bad hint. Um, it is, like, Quidditch-related. Like, it has nothing to do with, like, the duel or anything like that. It's, like, in the Quidditch realm. Oh, okay. Is that a bad hint? I don't know. Should I give it more specific? Well, I was going to say, if for you, my hint was going to be the character. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Who said it? But that might be too easy. So I'll... For mine, I think that's... Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's... That would be, like, too easy. Okay. Mm -hmm. oh, this is so hard. This is so difficult. One says... Oh, wait. It's not in quotes. Oh, so it's just, like, something... In the chapter. It's not a quote from the it's chapter. It's a thought. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. I might have it noted down then, because I had a lot of thoughts that I really liked. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe I just gave it away, but I'm not sure. 
I don't know. I think that's still pretty broad. I mean, a lot of this chapter deals with Quidditch, so we might be here forever if I'm going to look for the... Oh, is it? Okay, this is my last chance, right? Yeah, for 15 points. Okay. Also, excuse our chewing as we have popcorn today. Okay, is it... Um, I'm not... I can't... I won't have the exact wording, but you know. You'll know. Is it wood? What is she using the wood for? She didn't hit me. Yes! (laughs) The quote is, um, Wood, thought Harry bewildered. Was wood a cane she was going to use on him? I love that. I made it a note in mine, too. Like... Okay, so I was right. It is sort of about McGonagall, like... Well, yeah, and I didn't know what hint I should give, because I didn't want to say it was, like, with wood, because that's only so many things. No, no, no. Um, it was a good hint. Okay. So I assumed... I assumed that yours had to do with Draco. So don't... Okay. Don't say if I'm right or wrong yet. All right. Um, but I was trying to find, like, an exact line that was... I don't know. I thought that yours would have to do with, um, like, sassy Harry, like, getting, like, no crab and goil up here to save your neck, Malfoy. That, that bit. It's not. But you're, you were correct. See, this was the hint I was going to give you before we started recording, that I knew you were going to think mine had to do with Draco, and mm-hmm. I wanted to give you that, so I looked for one, but I didn't like enough. Like, their interactions yeah, weren't as solid, not... this one, mm-hmm. but that, like, that was a good instinct. So my hint is that it's to do with Hermione, but it's not what you think. It's not the classic one. No. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think that you would do that, obvious. Um, all right, give me a minute to look. Because, yeah, I was looking at all Malfoy stuff. Now, I'm just, I'm talking out loud right now, so don't, don't say anything. Okay. My, right now, my instinct is the, uh, Hermione, like, obsessively reading Quidditch through the ages because she's so nervous about flying. But, it's a quote. Yeah, and I don't think there's a quote with that, so I'm looking, like, later on. All right, I'm going to just go out on a limb and say it's where she says, don't you two look with your eyes? Like, it was obviously standing on something, like a trap door. That's not it. Oh. I'm sorry. But it is something where she's being so sad. It's, like, right there. It's, oh, it? move over, Alohomora. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Alex gets 15 points, and I get zero for this uh, OWL. This was a a fun OWL. It was hard, though. We did know each other pretty well, because we got close. Yeah. I knew it wasn't going to be the um, worst expelled. Yeah. But, um... I do have a note about that, though. (laughs) Of course. Alright, so now, let's get into the chapter. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of weird doing it backwards, but... Um, all right. What's your first note? Sorry. <laughs> first note is probably, oh, well, just like a little thing about the remember all, um, was I know in the movies it's Neville, like, forgets his robes, but I want to know, like, what maybe he forgot in the book, so I don't know if we just wanted to, like, kind of spitball, like, 
funny things. Like, he could have forgotten, like, his underpants or something. Yeah, his underpants. <laughs> his courage. Aww. <laughs> sad. Too sad. Or he... I, well, well, actually, when I was reading it, I think I thought that he forgot to look for, like, a card or something. Because he just, like, opens it up right away. So maybe, he, like, oh, there was, like, smart. a card or something. And he yeah, didn't look. I've never thought of it like that. Um, that's not that funny. That's just, like... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you had any thoughts on that. Or any thoughts on the remember all in general. I do. Um, I, I have like, like a You note. would probably really like to have a remember all. I think I... <laughs> no, actually, I would hate to have a remember all because I'm always forgetting something. And I, similarly to Neville in the movie, would be really upset that it doesn't tell you what you've forgotten. That's just like a tease. I would be late to everything. Like more late than I already am. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, it's still red. What have I forgotten? Yeah. I usually know when I'm forgetting something. I just don't know what it is. It's like a feeling. I'd just like take it on stage with me. I'd be like forgetting my lines and it'd turn red. Oh my gosh. I'd be so like anxiety. Stressful, right? yeah. Um, um, okay. Pre-remember Um, when Seamus is talking about flying, um, he says... That he, he, Seamus is bragging, he's like, oh, I've flown everywhere, like, I've flown before, um, but didn't Seamus' dad not know that his mom was a witch until Seamus got his letter? Is that just in the movies, or is that in the books, too? I think he says in the earlier chapter, like, I didn't find out, or... Until after they were married, she told him. Oh, married. Okay. But then I I don't know if that means, like, he left her and, like, I don't know. I know. Sad. But anyway, I was just like, Seamus, you did not have a broom. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I was going to say, that Seamus, it's not really a big note. It's yeah. just like, Seamus, um, come on. I know, like, I was spitballing her as a guest, but just, um... Hermione, like, being really nervous about flying and, like, she can't learn it from a book, like, even mm-hmm. though she's trying. I have my, I have a note that says, like, I really love that flying isn't her strong suit mm-hmm. because it makes total sense with her character. Like, it's not something you can learn, like you said, out of a book. It's not logic-based. It's, like, you sort of have to be either naturally good at it or have, like, the nerve to be good at right. it. But it kind of, it kind of follows, like, that trope that, like, nerdy people can't be, like, athletic, which I think is a lot of times true, but sometimes it'd be, like, cool to see, like, a break of that stereotype. Well, obviously, Draco isn't nerdy in any sense, but he is, like, very studious. He cares about school and does well in school as well as being good at Quidditch. I mean, I think he kind of cares about school. Like, I think he only cares about, like, potions. I don't know. His dad, like, they, there's, like, this conversation between him and his dad in the second book where his dad's, like... Uh, oh, she's, like, beating you. Yeah, she's yeah. meeting you. Like, I feel like he does care about his, his classes. Does. Yeah, or... But he also seems to be frustrated that Hermione keeps beating him. Yeah. But, um, other than that, like, I, I just think Draco's, like, one of those, like, field hockey... Plays field hockey, but it's also on the honor roll. Although I think it would be lacrosse. Oh, yeah. (laughs) With the sticks and the... Yeah. Makes sense. The sport ball. The sports ball. We know a lot about sports on this podcast. 
Um, so my next note is like flying lesson. Oh. Oh, I just have like a just um a quick other thing about Draco. Um, he, yeah, <laughs> what a surprise coming from me. Um, it's talking about how Harry's like, oh, Draco always gets all of these presents from his parents. And then he, Harry says something like, yeah, and he always reminds me that I'm not getting any presents. And I'm like, Draco, you are a full haul away from Harry. Like, why are you guys looking at each other's gifts that you're getting? Like, Please calm down about it. Also, I feel like Harry might also be, like, looking into it. That's true. He's like, I can always tell that he's looking at me when I'm not getting present. Like, in reality, Draco's probably just showing off for everybody (laughs) and, like, including Harry. (laughs) But Draco does, like, pass by the Gryffindor table that same day and is like, ooh, what did Neville get? I'm like... Why are you even over there? None of the other houses or even people in Slytherin, like, go over to each other's tables. And, like, why does he care what Neville got? Like, (laughs) it's just, he's such a little shit. That's what it says in my notes. Draco, you little shit. Just classic. Um, so they never have another flying lesson to speak of. Yeah, this is confusing. Because is it a... In their lockstep of their schedule, what is flying lessons? Like, is it on, like, a weekend day? Or is one class replaced I with think flying, said, flying lessons one it's day? it's, like, in what... I know they have Friday afternoons off. So maybe it's Friday afternoon. True. Um, but, yeah. I just think it's funny that it's, like, never mentioned again. And maybe it's just Harry doesn't because he's, like, now doing Quidditch. But, um... Just, like, never mentioned. Just one not completed flying lesson, really. <laughs> well, and that's my big qualm. <laughs> Why would Madame Hoot take Neville to the hospital wing? Obviously, just have another student take him. <laughs> like, that just makes the most sense. Like, there's no need for her to leave a class full of kids to take <laughs> him to the hospital wing. And just be like, oh, don't get up on those brooms. Like, what a tease. It's like... It's kind of like the marshmallow test. Do you know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, it is. Where you have to like see if like kids will not eat a marshmallow if you put it in front of them, which is just a mean psychology It's test. also like you'll be ex- out of Hogwarts before you can say Quidditch. I'm like, first of all, Madam Hooch, you don't have that power. Second of all, McGonagall was like, or I'll punish you. Like, even if Harry got in trouble, he'd like get like a measly detention. <laughs> they like never expel students. Except Tagrid. And apparently Newt. Oh, yeah, Newt. What did Newt do? Like, I just want to know, just separately. Yeah. Um, uh, my next note is, yes, Pavardi. Pavardi, oh, is that your next note too? Yes, it was. <laughs> Pavardi is such, like, she was almost my chapter champion. She's not, but, like, she was, like, very close. Because, like, that was awesome. Well, I, I noted it because we were talking about Neville's future wife, and you said one of the Patil twins, and I was like, there's Pavardi standing up Pavardi for Neville. standing up for Neville. She stands up for Neville, like, twice in this chapter. I'm, I've shipped it now. This is my new in-game for Neville in my head. I'm on board. Neville Pavardi. I am on board. Instead of Hannah Abbott. Never seen her defend Neville. We'll see. True. I'll be on the lookout. I doubt it. 
Um, just Harry, like, going up after Malfoy. Just, like, classic Gryffindor was my note on that. Oh, yeah. And he kind of just, like, owned Malfoy, which I loved. Like, how he, like, kind of, like, made him blush or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, his little line about Crabbe and Goyle. Yes. Um, I also love how, like, scared legitimately scared Malfoy is of Harry. Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. They're not up here. And I'm like, this is such a Slytherin move. Like, and we'll talk about it later, but the other thing he does in this chapter is also such a Slytherin move. And Harry's such a Gryffindor and Ron's such a Gryffindor for going along with it. Like, it, it's just too perfect. Um, And, like, Hermione is such a little nugget i know i know wait one second um i do have a quote from this chapter air rushed through his hair and his robes whipped out behind him and in a rush of fierce joy he realized he'd found something he could do without being taught this was easy this was wonderful i think this is so real and so powerful of an explanation for like when you finally find something that you're naturally good at. And and it's so important because flying, even throughout the rest of the books, besides maybe teaching, is the only thing Harry is naturally good at. You know, like he has to work to be good at spells. He has to work to be a good, um, good leader. You know, he is naturally good at flying. And I think that's so, I get so happy for him and that, joy that he experiences his first time on a broom and how he instinctively knows how to do I think when any of us find something that we're good at I agree and just to add to that I think because he's just gotten to Hogwarts and like magic and everything's new to him and flying's new to him but it's like where he feels like what you were saying like comfortable and I think that's yeah that's really important that that's where Hermione finds comfort in like books and like everything's comfortable for Ron because it's like not as new old hat and yeah this is like Harry's thing um so yeah I I like that too I thought that was a really great line as well describing that euphoria if you will yes (laughs) yeah Patil, or yeah, Miss Patil also, Miss Patil, like, defends Harry. She's like, it wasn't his fault. And McGonagall's like, Patil, be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> like, She's oh. just shutting everyone down. McGonagall is amazing. She's so fierce in this chapter. <laughs> Miss I Patil, love, be I quiet. love McGonagall in this chapter. Like, she's so funny about, like, half- mad at him but like mostly just happy that they found a seeker and uh, I just love wood and I love wood in the movies I don't know why but like everyone our age I think like had a crush on wood yeah which everyone like everyone I've talked to has been like yeah wood right I think it's his accent it's his accent and I don't know something he's really older than like everybody that you meet so far so I don't know but yeah. yeah. Also, his last name's Wood, which is like weirdly euphemistic. <laughs> yeah. Not that's that I picked true. it up as a child, but the actor who plays them, and I think they did this on purpose, his last name is Biggerstaff. And I'm sitting. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Is this a real thing? I did not know that. Yeah. That's hilarious. Let me. <clears throat> just, um, I know we already brought it up because of Molly's quiz, but just. Um, a let me re-highlight this thought in Harry's head. Yes. Wood was what a cane she was going to use on him. 
oh Harry and your inner thoughts your inner thoughts were also so funny this chapter like all of them yeah that whole thing like maybe I could be Hagrid's assistant yeah it's just like <laughs> what goes on in your brain although I think that's like what my brain does I think of like the worst scenario and I'm like okay well I can make this work like okay I'm gonna do this like da 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 because yeah. he's like picturing himself like carrying Hagrid's bag and he's like oh and everyone else is studying magic I'm just like watching Ron and the others yeah yeah I thought that was funny my other favorite thing about this whole McGonagall interaction is she interrupts class to take wood. Like, she couldn't wait till the end of class, which is so funny because I think if anyone tried to interrupt McGonagall's class, she would be having none she's of like, it. No, you can't take him. Like, if. <laughs> yeah, but she's like, it's Quirrell, so it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. I mean, I think she does it to sort of remind you that Quirrell is there, like, to, like, you know, to keep bringing Quirrell up, you know? But. Possibly, yeah. But it's just funny. I like how it's supposed to be a secret, though, that he's, like, gonna be the new seeker. He's like, don't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and just Fred and George, like, welcoming him to the team. I think this is such a good chapter for character development. Um, just I agree. all around, even like characters, obviously we've met before. This is the first time we get to see them within the Hogwarts setting, like the day to day business. And it does such a good job because we get like Malfoy has that important bit. And then you get the Ron and Harry friendship and even Hermione, who's not in the trio yet, has so much to do with this yeah. chapter. And McGonagall has a beautiful part in this chapter too. Like, I love that she's like... You're not in trouble. You're uh, going to be on the team, but yeah. also don't. And then you get her touching moment of Harry, uh, your dad was good at Quidditch too. I like, know. you're going to be. And it's so beautiful. And I'm just like, McGonagall. It's so sweet. But I think that whole McGonagall storyline that we have in this short chapter really gives you every kind of McGonagall we see like the they're like McGonagall notices trouble from a mile yeah. away stern but like really but kind kind-hearted Ugh, yeah. just loved it loved it I agree and I talking about character I really like Ron in this chapter for like standing up for Harry like so quick he's like when he knows that Harry doesn't know what Malfoy's talking about he's like I'm his second he's like <laughs> right there for Harry and I think that's like really shows a lot about Ron. Yeah. As, like, a friend and everything. Um, just a side note, um, I worked at a preschool, and some two, um, actually, the only two girls in my class, both of them, I like to say, because of influence of me and how much I talk about Harry Potter, have, their parents are reading it to them, and, um, they, (laughs) Kate came up to me and was like, so I met Draco Malfoy today and I don't even talk about Draco to them because I can't try to explain to them why I love a bad character. Yeah, so I just explain don't explain fan fiction to four year olds. So I don't bring it up. And, um, but yeah, she was like, I met Draco today and I was just so happy that she signaled him out as like an important character she had to bring up to me. And I was like, so how do you feel about him? He's not very nice, is he? And he was like, she was like, no, he is not nice. And I was like, right. Everyone loves a bad guy. <laughs> and like Ron just explaining the whole like duel to Harry, like. It's just there if you, like, die. Yeah, if you die or something. Of course, my mind went to Hamilton. 
True. Um, yeah, my note on Hermione for this chapter is, like, she's such a little busy baddie. Like, does she... <laughs> I know. Um, does she only care... Oh, be... I was like, does she only care because of, like, points? Like, why is she, like, up in their business? I got this note, too, though. I feel like this is her Gryffindor coming out because she's competitive. Like, I would also be mad if people were losing points that I earned. But would you, like, go, like, out of your way? No, to, like, but that's Hermione. But I'm saying yeah. I would be frustrated about it, and I definitely would talk to people about it. I'd be like, Pavardi, do you see how they keep losing all of our points to Gryffindor? Like, I'd be mad about it. But I don't think that Hermione is, like, very competitive. I think, I thought that maybe it had something to do with her wanting, like, everyone to follow the rules. Like, she's like, if I have to follow the rules, like, everybody does. But, because, I mean, she's just, like, not a sports person, and not, like, you have to be a sports person to be competitive, but I don't... But I think she's competitive in the sense that... She wants to be the best She wants to be the best, and she wants Gryffindor to be the best, and she also gets most of Gryffindor's points by answering a lot of questions, so I think she feels like it's a personal attack when they lose those points that she herself is getting. You know, because she was like, I got all, you'll lose all those points I got from McGonagall. I know, <laughs> For yeah. knowing about whatever spells, but, um. Yeah, I just think that she's, like, putting herself, like, just like I said about Harry, like, he's, like, putting himself in these situations that if he had just, like, minded his own business, then, um, it would have been fine. <laughs> and, like, she, if she had just minded her business, she wouldn't have had to be out of bed. <laughs> Um, that's true. I also think like, Hermione doesn't have any Percy. friends. Yeah. So this is like, I think she's just trying to insert herself into some human interaction as well. But, but like, in such a bad way. And like, she threatened to tattle to them on Percy. I know. I was, you know, like we said, Hermione does yeah. some things that are. Um, and they're like little John. I was just like, ah. Uh, pre-marauder's map, pre-invisibility cloak. Like, they have to, like, really sneak around. Like, it's so funny because, like, they have it so easy, like, for the whole rest of the series, like, getting around the castle and stuff. It's also interesting that you bring up the map because Fred and George say something like, um, Lee wants to show us this uh, new corridor he found. And I was thinking, I was like, she probably just didn't know about the map yet. But in the... And like, the they said that they thought that they already knew what it was. Right, but that's that made me think, do you think they didn't show Lee the map? Like, they kept it to themselves, and the only other person they've shown it to is Harry? Because I would have thought that they would have shown Lee the map. So maybe they found something that the Marauders didn't find. That's a really good question. I would believe that they showed Lee the map, but, like, Lee might not know every that's true. bit of it like they yeah. do. Although, they might have just kept it a secret, because I think that, you know, in a lot of ways, they just, like, tell each other stuff. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. Midnight Duel. Malfoy's such a prick. Like, this setup is so Slytherin. I don't even know what to do with myself. Like, oh, let's do a Midnight Duel, except JK, I'm not going to show up. I'm going to tell a teacher on you instead. What a cowardly thing to do. Like, I would be embarrassed to be Malfoy for doing that. So I had, I'm like the Malfoy sympathizer now, I guess. I thought it was really smart. No, it's really smart, but it's like, it's cheap. Like, it's super, super smart. Yeah, it's cheap, but I thought it was really smart, but I 
my question was, how did he get, like, Filch to believe him? Like, did he just say, someone's going to be out of bed, and Filch is like, oh, I gotta, like, be on this? Like, because I would just think that, like, Filch just wouldn't but I trust think, another student. But I think Filch, first of all, likes Slytherins more than other I students. I I don't think so. I think he hates all students. That's true. I guess I'm thinking that because of book five. Yeah. But um, that's more he likes Umbridge. But, like, I think any tip he gets about students being out of bed, he's just gonna follow up on it. But that is a good point. Um, and Peeves in this chapter is such a little shit. Like, such per a little, usual. Such a little shit. But then he, like, helps them out, too. Also, like, McG- um, not McGonagall, Hermione giving, like, having no patience for anything that happens in this chapter. She's like, oh my god, I know the spell. Stop freaking out. Like, Ron's like, oh my god, we're gonna die. This is the end. And meanwhile, um, Hermione's like, um, please move over. It's Alohomora. Like, I'm going to bed. You guys are crazy. Like, obviously, look at the trap door. Like, obviously, Malfoy set you up. I know. She's like, like, duh. She's like, duh. You guys, do you have brains in your head? (laughs) This was another thing that I was like, this feeds into my theory about Dumbledore because it's way too easy to get into the third floor corridor. Way too easy. Like, come on, Dumbledore. They got there by accident. Like, yeah, and she was just like, Alohomora. Like, every one above first year probably knows that spell so are we putting a a one for the dumbledore neglect i don't know if it's it's not neglect i think it's a little bit neglect they have a three-headed dog in there but see i think it's on purpose like i don't you think, think you're thinking because you're still thinking that he's setting but even if it is for harry specifically any child oh yeah no it's really bad i'm putting a one for neglect because anything with that dog could have killed them. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's That was, like, my thought was, so he might be testing Harry, whatever, but way too easy for students to, like, get in there and, like, just by saying, like, no one go in the third floor corridor, it's forbidden, like, no. Like, you also, like, you're a teacher, right? You work with children. As soon as you tell a kid not to do something, they're gonna want to do it. Exactly. Like, I'm sure Fred and George already had been on the third floor corridor. Yeah. They I'm... just probably didn't do the unlocking charm. They were like, oh, it's just a door, okay. I bet they did. I bet they knew that. that I mean, I bet they know the charm, but I bet they, like, got there and were like, eh, this isn't interesting. Yeah, it makes no sense that other people wouldn't find out about the dog. Um... Really would like to know how Hermione saw the trapdoor. Like, she had to have been scared. <laughs> and she, She's smart. She picked up on it. <laughs> uh, just a couple things I had in a note. Um, I love Harry's sass toward Hermione when she first meets them. Like, Harry's just like, um, and it's really none of your business. I'm like, Harry, that's so rude. I know. But like, Usually true. that's Ron. And then this description was so cute. It was Hermione wearing a pink bathrobe and a frown. <laughs> love it kind it is kind of a an allegory i don't know not an allegory it's like similar to the last chapter or the second to last chapter when it's neville in his bathrobe being like you're going to lose more points for gryffindor it's like the same thing it's like a mirror Mm -hmm. almost um so i think that's interesting um my last note or not my last note one of my last notes was does the fat lady ever tell on anyone for being out? I have this just... note too. Like, do the portraits tattle? I don't. I think don't so. think so. I think she just gives them a talking to, but I think it might be like a code, like you know. I love that. I do too. Like that's what I want to believe. Like, well, I it don't... has to be true, or else they would be in trouble all the time. Like 
all the time. So it wouldn't matter because all they would have to do is ask the portrait who came in late. And then yeah. the portrait would be like, oh, it was Harry Potter every time. It's always Harry Potter. Because I like the idea that part of Hogwarts experience is like sneaking out. And I think that the and professors know, know that, that yeah. knows that too. And yeah. Yeah. Like, even when they're, like, having big parties, McGonagall's like, I'm happy that you guys are having a party, but, like, you have to go to bed. Like, yeah. she's not mad that they're having a party. It's just that it's, like, late or loud or whatever. Um, I also love this little, if we can put the quote in. Which way did they go, peeves? Filch was saying. Quick, tell me. Say, please. Don't mess with me, peeves. Now, where did they go? Shan't say nothing if you don't say please, said Peeves in his annoying sing-song voice. All right, please. Nothing. Ha <laughs> ha, told you I wouldn't say nothing if you didn't say please. <laughs> also, another, like, great introduction to a character. Peeves, like, having this nothing debate with uh Filch. Filch is so great and so funny in their whole relationship yeah and it's also what I love about Peeves is that like he does not care who you are like he's just giving everyone a hard time yeah I like that too um so one thing about Neville I think it's interesting how they kind of set it up that Neville it's not going to be a trio it's going to be like the foursome and then that kind of like drops off in, like, the next couple books, and then it kind of picks up again in the fifth book. But I wonder if, like, that was an intention for him to kind of be part of their group. And then I don't know if she just changed her mind. Like, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. I don't know if it's as much as that, or she really wanted, because it's the first book, to, like, highlight Neville as a character because he becomes so important later. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think it would have been better... I don't know about better. I think it would have been cool to see Neville as, like, a main part of their group because they never really show Neville hanging out with other people, like Seamus and Dean. Like, he doesn't have his best friend, which is really kind of sad. I mean, he hangs out with Luna and Jenny. I think Jenny is probably his best friend in the... But, like, Jenny and Luna are best friends, I would say. Right, but I'm saying, like, I think that's, like, his friends. Like, Jenny and Luna, I think... I always see But not till the fifth one, really... No, because he goes to the Yule Ball with... I mean, we don't meet Luna until... You know, but he goes to the Yule Ball with Jenny, and I think that... Yeah, I mean, I think they're friends, and and I think he's friends with... Probably Ron and... I would say Ron and Harry are his best friends, but he's not in the... Yeah. In Hermione. Mm -hmm. Um, Because Hermione does partner with him in a lot of classes Yeah, I'd probably say Hermione's, like, his closest friend, because, like... His grandmother's like, and of course, Hermione gotten him out of a couple spots. Like, it's oh, really yeah. Guys, this, that, you just made me think that that is a little bit sad. But I do think by yeah. fifth year, like, it, when Luna and Jenny start to become, hang out with him, they, he does get Luna and Jenny as close friends. Yeah. Um, I just think it would have been more, I keep saying more, I don't know if it would have been more interesting, but I would have liked to have seen It's just that. that four is a hard number to work with. Like, she likes the iconic three. Like, there's power in the number three. Well, my mom always said that when it's three people, it never ends well, because... Well, I think, but that's the point. Like, it causes more drama, because yeah. every time they're in a fight, that Harry is in it's the always middle. always 2v1. Yeah, it's 2v1. A lot of playdates ended in tears, because it was three. <laughs> Yeah, so my last stuff is um, just the chapter rename and champ and all that stuff. 
Um, well, I mean, we have to address the. Yeah, I'm sorry. Could have all been killed or worse, expelled. Yeah, I'm sorry. That line is iconic. Iconic. That's all I have in my notes. Is iconic. Yeah, you'd think we dragged her along, wouldn't you? <laughs> that is true, though. Like, she's yeah, blaming she... them, but she followed them out. I This is what I also, like, I always enjoy going back and reading the book because book Ron is, like, also a little more clever than movie, movie Ron. Ron. And just an all-around better character. I thought, we're not to this point yet, but I saw this um, post on Tumblr that was comparing two different Rons, and... The one Ron was, it was after Snape comes in and is like, or do you take pride in being an insufferable know-it-all? And movie Ron responds, he has a point. And then book Ron actually like lashes out at mm-hmm. Snape and is like, yeah. don't talk to her like that. Or like, why are you so mean to her? Something like that, you know? Yeah. And it's just two different Rons. I know. Just like two different Jennies. <clears throat> oh, don't get me started. Um... Also, Harry putting it together, though, like, Hermione was the one that pointed out the trapdoor, but Harry was like, that's where the Gringotts package is. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, I don't know if it's, like, that huge of a leap, but it is, like, good no, on you, Harry. He's 11. I think it's not a big leap for us at this age, but right. 11, that's young. Good Harry. Good for Harry. Also, good for Hermione for knowing all these spells at 11. Thanks oh, to her. for sure. Always. Okay, do you ready for a chapter champ? And such, yeah, items. Okay, who was your chapter champion? McGonagall. Same. Had to how, be. How could it not be? Um. So my rat, like this, like hurts me to say, but I picked Hermione for my reading rat because I think, like, she really got under my skin in this chapter. Mm-hmm. Um. With like how like I, my word for her was like being a busybody. Yeah. Um, so she was my rat. I'm sorry. Okay. But she was my champion last week. <laughs> I'm sure I will have Hermione as my rat at some point. Because I do start... Her busybodiness does get to me in certain areas. Yeah. Um, my reading rat is Draco. That makes sense. I gave him a pass because I thought his, his, his trick was smart. <laughs> see, I think it's because like I'm coming from this Gryffindor mentality. I just think like it is super smart, and I do respect that like he was smart enough to come up with it. But I also think it's like such shit. Like you are such a little coward. I can't like from day one you're a coward, and this is something that will he'll be cursed with his cowardice for the rest of the books. It'll come back to bite him in the tuchus in the seventh. Yeah, one. that's true. I didn't really think about it that in depthly, but I think that's a good point. But yeah, he's my reading rat. Um. Pansy was almost my reading rat for calling Neville, like, fat and being just, like, the legit worst. Yeah. But she only had had one one line, line, so I didn't grace her with the title. Um, so I gave this chapter 35 points, because I really like this chapter, which I know doesn't seem like a lot, but I think my points are just kind of lower than yours in general. I gave, um, 50 points because of character development, I think is really strong in this chapter. I think that this also really moves the plot along. Yeah. Um, they find out a lot of stuff, um, and then the whole, like, setting up Quidditch, that was all really good. Yeah, it's all well done, and it doesn't bog you down. You get a lot of information, but it's, like, moves very quickly, and I wasn't bored. Yeah, um, when I think about the Midnight Duel, I don't think of it as a very, like, rem- like, I don't remember as, like, a specific chapter, but now after rereading, I'm like, oh, there's, like, a lot in here, and it's not really about the Midnight Duel at all. <laughs> yeah, I think that's an odd chapter title. 
Especially because there is no duel. duel so, yeah. Um, it's a bit of a tease, if you So will. what would you call it if you didn't call it the Midnight Duel? Um, Hermione Granger versus the ineptitude of her peers. <laughs> um, I did a... I believe this would be a meme reference. <laughs> um, um, and it is Neville takes a tumble. <laughs> Because it kind of sets the whole chapter in motion. Yes, I love that. Neville takes um, a tumble. As a reference to Scarlet uh, takes a tumble. <laughs> Which is a sad, but funny Molly <laughs> loves watching people fall. Um, as long as they're not really hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think it's rather comical. Okay, so our next... Um, chapter that we'll be reading is chapter 10 and 11 so I said chapter I meant chapters and um uh the chapter 10 is Halloween so and 11 is Quidditch I believe mm-hmm. okay our clue in to get into next episode is how many points does Gryffindor score in the Quidditch game nice All right, I hope you guys can get that and you can tune in. Um, In the meantime, we'd like to encourage you once again to review us on iTunes um, and give your house some points. Um, We've only had one new review, and that was for Gryffindor, so now Gryffindor has 20 points. Um... And just so you know, find us on Facebook. Tumblr. We'll be putting some, like, quizzes up. I think by the time this comes out, we might have already put one up for next week because we want to do some more special episodes and things like that. So see see you next time. <laughs> I'm Alex. And I'm Molly. And this has been Potter Watch. Mischief Managed. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum.